Wait, I have Enough. to pee. Greg, Look, come on. We just we just started. Do you have to pee too? I don't have to pee too. What about MVP two? Most valuable P two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! I'm glad I interrupted you. Uh, we're back. It's the sequel to the first one, <laughs> which is a great way to describe the movie we're going to watch. It's movies for when animals play sports, and it's the second episode, and they're just we're twice the episode, twice the amount of sports. Little uh, unknown to me, sad to say. Denny, welcome back, buddy. The high the. Second hiatus is over. We're back to regular movies again. How are you feeling? Um, all I've got to say is two MVP two two. That's what we're doing today, brother. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm ready to just decompress and do yet another monkey movie on this podcast. Um, you know, if you asked me when we started the podcast. How many opinions do you feel that you need the platform to express about movies with monkeys in them? I would have said two or three opinions tops. But here we are on what must be our fifth monkey-based episode. I like when I had to watch the fucking meanest thing you ever did to me, Greg, was make me watch this movie twice. I I told you last night, I was like, I could rewatch it, but I'm just going to watch the thing instead. Uh, and and if I get lost in, in the conversation, I'm just going to start talking about the thing, which I plan on doing. Um, but then today I got off work early, I had laundry to fold, and I was pissed off. Because I realized I didn't have an excuse not to rewatch MVP two. I I had the time. I was already a captive audience on the couch with laundry, and I rewatched it. But I will still be trailing off into discussions about my favorite parts of John Carpenter's nineteen eighty two classic, The Thing. Well, the thing I would like to say is I don't appreciate getting blamed for, air quotes here, forcing you to watch it a second time. Your ass is the one that decided to buy a house in between <laughs> Airbud and MVP2. So, you're the one that decided it took a month to move in. This isn't my fault. I'm I must, innocent. I must Just be. like Jack. Just like Jack. I will appeal my suspension and say, I'm innocent. I think I, I did must... not bite you on the hand. <laughs> All right, we'll I'm see done. about Please. that. <laughs> I think I must be the uh, first person in history to buy a house in between watching Airbud and MVP2. Uh, while in between watchings. Hmm... <laughs> 
I wouldn't be so quick to judge. I don't know. That's if that's you. If that describes you, please reach out. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I will see the DMs remain empty. One day, someone is going to respond to our stupid like, "If this is you, and it's going to be like the most glorious day in the history of our podcast." If you were in an, if you were an extra in Batman Begins, and also <laughs> some other dumb bullshit <laughs> tax evasion. Reach out, let us know. Uh, anyways, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made you watch it one time. I think the blame is fair and squarely laid on me, making us watch it at all. So, at least I'm there with you. Uh, curse this time management of mine. If only I'd made less time. Alas. That's right. How dare you be efficient? Um, <sighs> we're happy to be back on the pod, folks. Over the weekend, there was a lot of trouble with our air conditioner, so if there's a lot of white noise of fans going, it's uh, in service of me not suffocating in the heat. So there I've you been, go. Hot I've been told summer. our podcast is uh, mostly white noise coming out of our mouths. Yes. Yeah. Look at who's talking. I, I can't that's get it out of my weird. head. I saw a meme that said, when two white guys mansplain to each other, it's called a podcast. And I was like, hey, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! No, it's not! No, 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 it's not! No, Denny, here's why that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, if we're mansplaining to each other, at least we're not doing it to uh, others. That's right. Yes, I, we get now, it ladies. This is why that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at what you said. I'm laughing at the implication that women listen to our show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's fair. All right. Well, before we get into the sports double feature, also, of if MVP you're a woman too. listening to our show, we love you. I know women listen. We don't want you to feel unseen. I'm sorry. Go on. Now, ladies, a podcast is... <laughs> All right, I've already, I've already dug that hole a few times. So, Denny, other than MVP2 two times, what else did you watch since our hiatus episode where we covered a bunch of stuff we watched? I had um, a pretty interesting watch week, I would say. I watched um, a movie we have covered on the podcast, A Nightmare on... A Nightmare? <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Dream Warriors. God, I love oh, a... I love the song in the credits of this movie. It's so fucking awesome. Um man, that movie kicks ass. Uh I know I chose it for my pick of uh of when uh the sequel's better than the original. I, I don't know that I stand by that, but it's it's very close. It's very, very close. Um I watched another movie we've covered on the podcast, um, Freddy vs. Jason. It? Oh, sorry. Oh. What, what were you <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, you're getting to the thing, so let's just keep going with the Freddy thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched Freddy vs. Jason, always fun. I end up watching that movie at least once a year. Um, I did watch The Thing. That's a five-star movie for me. I was just really craving it. I was Ooh. talking about it with somebody, and it was just like, craving. I'm going to watch that tonight. Um, I, you mean Carpenter and it. Um, I, yeah. Craven was earlier. Craven was earlier, yes. Um, yeah. 
Things we haven't covered, I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, the new Ninja Turtles movie. Um, it's the new one, yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple minutes into this movie, I was just bobbing my head and going, oh yeah, this is my shit. You, know? you were bebopping be your head and it was a pretty rock steady movie. I Dude. get it, yeah. Mm, that mm. right there mm. was... That's that's why they call you Seamless Greg. That was perfect. From from the guy that complains about legacy sequels, here comes a glowing praise of a franchise that's been rebooted at least like four times. Yes. And I I think three. Try I'm trying to count, but please interrupt me. I, I, I think that uh what makes this one so different? Because I was a Ninja Turtles kid in the 90s. I, I was a Michelangelo nunchucks guy. Um, I, I have Ninja Turtles expensive collectibles in this room right now. I go through Ninja Turtles phases. And I think what the Seth Rogen crew gets that no other, um, that no other adaptation has gotten is the general vibe of who the Ninja Turtles are, the spirit of the show, what what made it so appealing in the 90s, and I feel like they've connected that to a newer generation where, like, it was Ninja Turtles that have iPhones, you know? like, But because they understood the characters and the general tone of the show, it totally worked. And I was, instead of being like, ugh, I was like, hey cool ninja turtles that make current references this is awesome you know like it truly felt like a, a spiritual successor to the 90s hit tv show and the uh, the live action movies of the 90s and the animation style is just it, it's part of you know the new frontier that into the spider-verse unlocked it, it, it's very very refreshing and cool visually um, huge fan, and uh, Vanessa and I have had the soundtrack constantly playing in our house ever since we saw it. It is yeah. a very well put together soundtrack, scored by Trent fucking Reznor, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! He doesn't miss. He doesn't. Yeah, it's like it's they're supposed to be cool teens. Yeah, like they're not. <laughs> I feel like a lot of you know different remakes or adaptations or whatever. Just like, what if they were like. 25 year olds trying to be badasses yeah or something that's kind of the vibe like no they're just cool teens that have like mutant powers and that's that's it yeah they fight for good you know hang out in the sewer kicking back they're all brothers they're having fun yeah and this, seems like a great time the movie really captures them uh as teenagers you know as absolute adolescents to the point that i was like a little pissed for a second because I was like, "Is one of these fuckers voiced by Finn Wolfhard?" I swear to God, um, but thankfully that was not the case. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe a few years ago he would have been, but hey, I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really did. Um, my last thing for today, uh, I saw that I did not enjoy was. Unfortunately, Disney's Haunted Mansion, it sucks ass. Oh. It's so oh, bad. Oh, no. Ah, man. I truly thought Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito's involvement meant it was going to be decent. Because um, it's not like he needs it, you know? Like, <laughs> like it's so bad and, oh. 
I, I have, like, Haunted Mansion collectibles in my house. I know the lore. I'm the person who they're making all these deep-cut references for, which that's all the movie is, is a bunch of deep-cut references. Yeah. And I found it completely joyless the whole fucking time. Ooh. Like, oh. And I'm, like, the guy who would... Like, the guy who knows the references you're making. It's not everyone. You know, like, and I was just yeah. like, I feel dead inside while you do this. Like, God. Like, you're just, you're, you're sitting in the theater. I just imagine, like, they do some kind of reference just for you. Wink at the camera, and you're just in the audience. That's not good enough. <laughs> you know, just like, it. Speak, you know, you just talked about Ninja Turtles, and, like, completely missing the spirit of the source material yeah i could i could tell from that trailer it was going to be very similar would you say it's similar in spirit or like joyfulness like you described it as the uh the original eddie murphy one that we have covered on this podcast for some reason the uh at least of the eddie murphy one you could say it has personality okay um this is so <sighs> blase just so fucking generic so soulless so lacking an element of humanity um and what sucks is i think there's a lot to love about the lore of this theme park ride there's a there's a niche community that's really into it a niche community within a niche community that is um and um, it'll probably be another 20 years before Disney tries to put any money into it, uh, cause they fucked it up again. So, yeah. whoop de We really need to, yeah, <laughs> really need to drill deeper and find a deeper sect of Disney adults to really make this movie for. All my love and respect to you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many times have you ridden the ride? Would you guesstimate? In my in my life, yeah, sure, just wild number, Clo closest you can get. It's got to be over forty in my life. I would, yeah, think. it's got to be over. All 40. right, cool. And so counting. the movie did not live up. To <laughs> no, the how fucking... how long is the ride? <laughs> like four or five minutes. <laughs> it's pretty quick. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe that's the perfect length for the story they're telling. Maybe that's why the mm. lore is so interesting, because the ride leaves me Buddy. wanting more, but the two-hour fucking branding <laughs> slog was... Uh, I couldn't have wanted less. <laughs> I wonder why this didn't work and Pirates of the Caribbean did. I can tell you why. Because... Um. Yeah. The, the people who wanted to make Pirate, Pirates of the Caribbean fought for years to be able to make it and to get the budget for it. And then when Euro Disney failed and Disney was cutting costs everywhere, they were going to end funding for the movie. And then they flew Michael Eisner out to set, proved that what they were doing was quality, and got the movie continued even though Disney was financially struggling. Do you think that happened for the Haunted Mansion? <laughs> if, Do you yeah. think anyone fought that hard to make this movie happen? Like, If financial situations were reversed and the head of Disney was flown out to see... The, he, 
first of all, they wouldn't have even asked. They would have been like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I was afraid he was actually going to see this shit. I'm like, oh, no. It's, it's like you're in a high school class and all of a sudden, like... I don't know. This is a bad metaphor. I can't figure it out. Anyways, I tried to walk through it and it didn't work. Class Long gets cut. Like, but teacher, I want to show you my project. Uh, <laughs> no, we're this group is the kids that are like, thank God, this shit sucked. We're gonna get a D for sure. <laughs> but life went on anyways. That's sad. Uh, sorry, you ended on a joyless note, my guy. It's all right. I'm gonna get even more joyless when we talk about MVP two. What have you watched? <laughs> All right, let's let's team me up. All right, I gotta bring the last bit of joy for Denny in this segment. I watched <laughs> a, a Max Boh original uh, reality. It's a movie with Sydney Sweeney. It's a it's basically the story about the um, Central Intelligence whistleblower about like the uh, election hacking in 2016. Uh huh. And it's it's a pretty cool way that they did it. They basically just, like, recreated the audio tape of the FBI showing up to her house to investigate a leak, basically. They start getting a confession out of her. It's basically just, like, the tape that the FBI agent was recording, and they, like, transposed that into, like, a script and filmed it, basically. It was, it was pretty cool storytelling technique. It's not very long. I thought it was fine. Uh, I know you're not a sucker for true stories, but my wife was pretty engaged with it, and I thought it was okay. I think it's a solid base hit, um, streamer streaming platform exclusive movie. I was I was happy I watched it, but within a couple years, I will probably forget most things about it. So there you go. Uh, a movie I won't be forgetting anytime soon. Something that I'm pretty sure you've seen. I think Vanessa mentioned it at some point that you guys watched it leaving las vegas yes i actually saw that on your critiker in my weekly rundown I, I was looking forward to talking to you about that the oscar the the movie where nicholas cage won his oscar and deserved it boy did Hot he. damn boy did he um i wanted to like it more but it was just so deeply unsettling Mm -hmm. It's just such an upsetting movie. It's just hard to come up, come away from it. Like I appreciated the performances, but I was just like, Ugh, I don't like where this put me. I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know? we uh, we had to watch uh, Muppet Treasure Island before we could go to bed after we watched it. I think I watched some stuff on YouTube to kind of turn my mood around yeah we were in kind of the same boat there it's just like okay i need a little a little cleanser here yeah muppet treasure island would have been a perfect choice but yeah it's it's good it's quality it's you know top tier nicholas cage performance but holy shit why yeah. tell this story <laughs> it's it's funny because uh I, I recently uh I pared down my visual DVD collection to just two rows, uh, horror and conversation pieces, and I left leaving Las Vegas in the in the row 
because it's a Nicolas Cage movie and I didn't want to put any of my Nicolas Cage movies in the cabinet. I wanted them to be out, you know, for to show my mm-hmm. status. Um, but um, it's weird that I own the DVD because that is a movie that I thought was fantastic and i will never watch again that was a one and done dvd <laughs> i'm is never a, gonna watch it again in my life that is a <laughs> dust collector that you appreciated it at one time yes. and that's all we needed i will say i i do love his performance but i do also see i have an inkling of where tim robinson got some of his characters <laughs> ideas from <laughs> A couple of moments in that movie, I was like, I feel like I've seen this in a sketch somewhere. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Um, damn. I'll save the fun one for last, I guess. I watched a documentary that I watched in theaters with my dad. I rewatched it because uh, it's on Netflix, and I think more people should see it. They Shall Not Grow Old. It is a World War One documentary. Um... It's a very intense project from Peter Jackson, the director Ooh. of The Lovely Bones. And and of course, 2004's King Kong. And of course, 2004's King Kong. Absolutely. And Brain Dead, Dead Alive. But no, it's yeah. if you're it's probably the most impressive war documentary ever made, and it's like not just for boomers. Or even, like, the boomer-minded for war docs, like me. Mm. Like, that just, like, scratches an itch that shouldn't be there, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's it's really good. It's all this real footage from World War One that a massive team of restorationists and artists, like, voice actors, sound designers, like, took all this 105-year-old footage... Oh, at this point. I think it was 100 years old when it came out. 11. Okay, it was 111. I'm sorry. I exaggerated. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she's our fact checker, all right? She barks if someone Another tells a lie. Another fact check. Check that box. I've been fact checked. It was 100 years old. So sorry. But yeah, you, some of the footage is so shitty and grainy and like overexposed. And they went in frame by frame digitally added frames to kind of smooth it out colorized it blew it up to a like a watchable aspect ratio and like added um uh voice acting on top of it and kind of constructed a sort of documentary style narrative with all this old footage and it's it's you know a documentary so it's narrated from there were never video recordings, but it's all audio recordings from World War One veterans. And I think they're all, like, audio clips from interviews from, like, the 60s and 70s that they're kind of putting over it from, like, hundreds of people, kind of splicing it together into one narrative. It's a massive project. It's super impressive, and it's really cool. Absolutely worth watching. Um, when we watched it in theaters, they kind of showed... They had, like, a little how-it-was-made little five-minute segment. And they showed some of the footage of, like, here's what we had to work with. And you're like, holy crap, how did they ever make this? <laughs> it was, it's super impressive. Um, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix, people. Please watch it. Sounds pretty um, cool. It is really cool. If you're going to watch any war documentary, make it that one. I'll say that with full confidence. Um, the last thing I watched is nothing like that. 
you know, I mentioned my the, our AC was out a lot this week. We were like sitting in the high 80s. I was losing a lot of sleep. It just seemed like everything was going wrong. And then we got a little fix going. It's kind of working. It's cool. We can sleep. I'm starting to calm down. But after a stressful week, I opened up for whatever reason, decided to open up the Peacock streaming app, and I saw that the Super Mario Brothers movie was on Peacock. <sighs> Wait, and I was like, 90s or, is, or 2023? 2023. Oh, cool. Yeah, you got a little bit less excited, I can tell. But <laughs> I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying not to act disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> it's, you basically just like... <laughs> you basically just like picked up a present at Christmas at Grandma's house, and it's in the shape of a video game case, and you opened it, and it's like fucking <laughs> Farming Simulator 2016. I totally have needed one of these. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> no, yeah, like I do have this system, but like that's the older system, so like. <laughs> It can still play on mine, but it's for the older system. But it's really thoughtful. Thanks. Cool, man. Yeah. That's so cool that you watched that movie, man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways. After actually, a really long week. Yeah, go ahead. I do like this movie. Go on. That's, I don't I don't know. Okay. Go on. Oh, shit. After a really long and rough week, I needed, like, this exact thing. Something where I could just sit down, numb myself with all the colors, clap my little monkey hands every time they made a reference to the gaming IP that I like. Yeah. And then it's short. It's, like, 90 minutes or so. I hated the soundtrack, but, you know, <laughs> it got me through another night, and... We had fun watching it, and I'm going to forget all about it within a month. And I'm that's what I needed. Yeah. At the time, exactly what I needed. It's a really enjoyable movie that makes dope references. You know, if if we're gonna <clears throat> if we're gonna just have references instead of movies <laughs> now, you know, if that's just gonna be part of what we do. Uh, this was a, a, a more tolerable, more enjoyable version of it, I would say. I would agree with that. Yeah, it, it was it was fine. If this is what we're going to do, then whatever. At least I didn't spend money on it, I guess. So have, have you seen um, the 90s one? A long time ago, yeah. I was, I was quite... I was probably like early teens when I saw it. So we need I don't remember much about it. We need to get a hold of Tyler and we need to do two more mm. video game episodes. Um we need to do the nineties Super Mario Bros and we need to do the nineties Mortal Kombat. Um and we all need to spend a whole week playing those games and watching those movies and seeing which is better. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've got um I've got some form or variation of both of those games on hand, so I'm ready to go. I'll probably play Mario World 3 and then Mortal Kombat 2 or something. Anyways. Anyways. Any hoodoodles. Any housers. Any 
ways. I don't have a good transition set. Any VP two. Any VP. May I? Mfpa. Buddy, that's what I've been watching. Let's. <laughs> that wasn't the most valuable p movie I watched. I would say it was actually this one. <laughs> the Man. most valuable p movie, two most vertical prime movie. Boy oh boy, we're here to talk about the 2001 <laughs> classic that released three weeks after 9/11. You can watch MVP two on Tubi or Amazon Prime. Lots of places. And I figured it out, Denny. We were complaining last time about Airbud not being on Disney Plus, despite it being titled Disney's Airbud. Yes. I think the issue is Airbud Entertainment Group is trying to big dick Disney. Holy shit. And say, That's why it's a it's a working theory. And then Disney was just like, What, who are you? Oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, we don't yeah. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess selling your movie for 99 cents on Amazon Prime is better than whatever you would have got paid for Disney Plus. So you win, Airbud Entertainment. You really got them. I just hope uh, Jack is getting those residuals. Oh, no. <laughs> I see he's hanging out in the trees at the SAG after strikes. <laughs> I wonder if the animals are. I'm just saying some animals on strike, too, would really draw some eyes. Yeah, play, play the heartstrings as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, speaking of spending money on Amazon Prime, Denny, um, I'm here to give you something I haven't done in a while. It is the Critiker Review of the Week. Oh, yes, Daddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I see you've already I see you've already read it. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, the Critiker Review of the Week, I did have to venture into Letterboxd because Critiker had, like, six people with reviews, and all of them were basically like, Monkey! <laughs> there was nothing there was nothing of substance there so I ventured into Letterboxd and I found a half star review for MVP2 and this person said <clears throat> I spent half the runtime of this movie clipping out of context clips from a softcore gay porno to use as memes <laughs> I could I could not tell you what actually happens in this film, other than the fact that a man fed a monkey some chocolate ice cream, but chocolate is poisonous to monkeys, which means a man unintentionally attempted to murder the main star of the film. Best use of 350 on on Amazon Prime, I can think of parentheses derogatory. <laughs> well-written <laughs> group yes. of sentences man you communicated so much what is the user's name do they have a cool username oh i, I I'll, I'll look it up while you react to it i'm sorry okay. I, I couldn't um this is another i should have wrote it Denny down reacts uh to letterbox reviews wow what a review oh man the way they reviewed that movie it was just so iconic the way they just roasted it and talked about the gay i mean you could also <laughs> Wow, you could you could talk about other things. Um, you don't have to react. I had a fucking 
to fucking pay to get my pool pump fixed. It's such horseshit. How much was it? Seventeen hundred fucking dollars. Is that a lot? I just saw another critic uh, letterbox review that said the mo the monkey doesn't even do a fucking Christ error. One star. <laughs> Uh, I could just read these all day, but yeah, man, sorry about... Yeah, you move into a place and you're like, oh boy, pool. Yeah, you should... What you should do is empty that pool and teach Eleven to skateboard in it. Yes, and then she'll attract an orphan who we can make do tricks for us. Like in the movie. <laughs> who we can sell. <laughs> oh, right. We'll put you in competitions. You'll win us some money. <laughs> You're going to meet Bob Burnquist, which is what we really want here. Oh, man. Um, so, Denny, what's your relationship with MVP2? I'm guessing before the first time you had to watch it, you hadn't seen it before? Um, I actually watched MVP2 at a sleepover at my school for Troubled Youth I went to, and I was the only one who cried when Jack got Wait. suspended from the team for biting. Wait a second. You weren't a troubled youth. <laughs> You're making fun of me. <laughs> I was poking fun at you. Um, because you made me watch this movie twice. Um, well, I deserve what's coming. I don't want to have this discussion again. I could have chosen to watch the movie as many times as I wanted, but I chose to watch it twice. <sighs> but it's mostly Greg's fault. Um, what was I saying? my relationship with this fucking movie i hate it i resent the movie um i my eyes were just magnetized towards my phone when i was trying to rewatch it um this movie sucks ass and um okay now that's out of my system i feel better greg what is your relationship with mvp2 my relationship with this movie <laughs> Which is what I kind of thought you said for a second there. Uh, first of all, I was wowed by the review posted by Annie Marangi mm. on Letterboxd. Thank you, Annie Marangi, for your well-written half-star review. Uh, posted in April of 2023, so I don't know what Annie was up to, but I don't think she's having a great year, and we wish them all <laughs> the best of luck. <laughs> I would also like to listen to this person's podcast because there's no other reason to be watching this. It's probably better than ours. Uh, let's be honest. They must. This person must have heard that we were watching it, and they were like, they wanted to get you know, yeah, get, get a feel for it before listening to us talk about it. I, I appreciate the commitment, Annie. Glad to have you on the show <laughs> uh, as a value, valued listener. We're counting this as fan um, mail. Your letterbox review. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I I don't think I'd watched this one before. I think I may have watched, like, bits and pieces. I feel like I've always known about it. But as I was watching it, like, none of, none of it really felt familiar for me. And like I said, this was a very, uh, very soon post 9-11 release, so I would have remembered a good amount of it if I had seen it before. Can you imagine um, but no. going to a public assembly three weeks after 9-11 and the fear you would have felt in your heart to see MVP2? Um, yes. 
This monkey is good at two sports. Two towers. <laughs> Never forget. Womp womp. Never forget. Um, but unlike that, this was pretty forgettable. Um, I wasn't happy watching it the second time. I I really like what you said, where you said your <laughs> your eyes were magnetized to your phone on the rewatch. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and I I've, I took so many notes the first time around. I I didn't add any on the second watch through because I think I nailed it. Not gonna lie, on the second watch I was like, yeah. I've seen all this. I don't want to see this again. I, I needed to refresh myself, but then watching it again, I was like, oh, I didn't need to refresh myself. <sighs> I just read my notes. I'll, I'll, <laughs> Sorry. There you <laughs> it was go. something I, that I, really I, caught me off guard. Um, do you want to present it without context, or do you want me to issue an apology for something? Uh, I'll present it without context, and then you can apologize go for, for what I said and what you're going to apologize for. Um, I wrote down apparently about a month and a half ago. <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned from the last two movies, it's that animals who play sports are God's apology for dead parents. <laughs> That's why he plays two sports, because both of his kids' parents are dead. <laughs> For every dead parent, you get an animal who plays one sport. Or a bargain animal who plays two sports if you're an orphan. Oh no, Jack, my foster mom died. And <laughs> he just goes and picks up a football. It's just this fucking form of cosmic justice in this universe. <laughs> oh my god, this has me really worried about M MXP3. <laughs> most extreme. <laughs> Most extreme primate. <laughs> He's covering an entire orphanage. <laughs> He's a biathlete. <laughs> Does this count as two? It's when uh, both your both your moms and their sperm donor were murdered. That's oh no! <laughs> you get an animal that plays three yeah. sports. It's a real sad Mamma Mia where mom and her three, your three potential dads all die on a vacation in the islands, you see. And God didn't know who the real father was, so he just goes ahead and covers his bases. To make it up to you, we're going to teach you your favorite pet four sports. <laughs> That's why they never made a sequel to the third movie. <laughs> just getting too sloppy with the main kid's <laughs> tragic backstory it was getting too complex we're running out of parents <laughs> i'm glad you went first <laughs> what were i you? don't feel like i have anything i don't have anything to apologize for for <laughs> for you thank you okay i wasn't sure how that one was gonna land to be honest um, wheels down, perfect landing. Well Beautiful. done. Uh, whew, I needed a deep breath there. Uh, I I would I wanted to apologize for unknowingly making us watch a hockey movie. Very sorry. I I didn't know this was just straight up a hockey movie. Hey, I can't blame you for that because. It definitely gives the impression that it is not a hockey movie. <laughs> like it's, it's. 
I checked, and it's 26 minutes into the movie before we see a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Not, not Jack on a skateboard, uh, any skateboard. It's the kid riding one in the streets. It's 26 minutes in, and we're like, oh, this is the thing he's supposed to be doing. It's the thing on the poster. Can we please get to it now? <laughs> yeah. It's very upsetting. It was very confusing um, how much hockey was involved. Um, but I also... So, oh, yeah. I think this demonstrates my point from our Airbud episode um, that I wanted to mm-hmm. bring up to you. You complained that we had to wait too long for the dog playing basketball. And I responded, yeah. do you like to orgasm at the beginning of sex or the end of sex? And you said both, which was hilarious. I just remember that. <laughs> um... <laughs> 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 um but um this was a movie that even though it lacked skateboarding it had a lot of the animal playing the sport like there was a lot like because they didn't have any story there was no meat on the bone here um so they just Mm -hmm. had to have long extended sequences of chimpanzees playing sports and i really think it made for a worse movie to have that happening all the time uh what say you greg I still feel like you can do both. You can have heart and also not take so damn long to get to why we're here. Right? Uh-huh. Like, there's got to be some sort of middle ground. I will agree. It takes, like... Because, like, in the opening of the movie, he gets drafted into the ZHL. What the fuck is the Z for? Zational? The Zoology. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I was like, in... is it really? Like... That's why animals are uh, eligible to be drafted. No, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's, it doesn't ex- It's fictional. It's not real. Um, I'll get my hockey complaints out of the way here soon, but... Oh, jeez. Like... <sighs> just, just some sort of compromise. We are playing hockey very soon into this thing. I think the problem is that there are two sports. So we've established in the first movie, okay, he can play hockey. So we're going to get right to that. We have a whole new, a whole slew of new characters that we're not going to spend any time getting to know because we got to like have the rise and the fall all within like the first act before the monkey even meets the skateboarding kid. And now the real plot starts. We're kind of like quickly getting the follow-up to the first movie out of the way so we can get to the skateboarding thing but it's like simultaneously we're blowing by the establishing segment to get to the meat of the movie but at this point there's nothing to buy into so there is no meat left to be found well because the the skateboarding scene if that's the real plot see i called it a scene because there's like so little Mm -hmm. of it um there's like two there's a couple scenes there's a couple scenes but that whole plot at least two. is sandwiched in between the hockey narrative. So the like, hockey movie, yeah. <laughs> it's like this completely irrelevant thing that happens all in the middle of, like, the hockey team just wonders where Jack went the whole time. <laughs> like, it's, it's so fucking... <sighs> it's so fucking we're bad. S- we're splitting attention between two sports, and that's really the downfall. Yeah. Here. Uh, that's the downfall. Yeah, that's that's why this movie was bad. Okay, so 
I'll get my hockey complaints out of the way. Okay. If I may. Yes. Jack, we know he can play hockey. We put him over the boards for one shift. He gets one assist, and the announcer is already like, he's basically Wayne Gretzky. He makes a comparison, like, he looks like the other 99 out there. Famously, Wayne Gretzky wore 99. Yes. I, I knew he, that. He, I knew that. Ah. Because of, yeah. of a wrestling <laughs> thing. Oh, okay. Uh, if only the goon was there. Ha <laughs> ha! This man. movie a lot better. My man. He has the toy. Yeah, he's like he he gets one primary assist, and they're like, "Well, he's basically the great one." So whatever. <laughs> um, the goalie scores a goal in that opening segment. The goalie cannot play the puck past center ice. He should not have been. That should not have been allowed. That's against the rules. Oh. I don't know ZHL rules. But this is bullshit. Sucks. Uh, did I have any other major... Yeah, uh, a bite is really bad. I think he got unfairly treated. If he's going to be... You know, if they're going to call the rule book and, like, dole out suspensions the same way they would a person, I feel like banning him from the league was a bit of an overstep. So Just for a little bite on the hand. Asking you that question is a legitimate note I had. I was, like, literally about to hit that. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've, we've, we've seen players in bigger leagues bite and get issued suspensions. Nobody's been banned for the sport for a minor injury. Causing a minor injury mm-hmm. like that. I can't remember the last time someone was like banned from the sport. That's interesting. I'll look that up. But it, it definitely so wasn't dramatic. Like it seems like you it's, like it's very play dramatic. it like at a pickup game. You know, like you're banned from the sport forever. And it's all hearsay too. There's no replay footage. It's all happening under the net. You see, this is bullshit. Overreaction. All right. I think that's all my hockey stuff. I I. Like we were saying, I feel like even trying to tie it back into that team, especially in the third act, was like a waste of time. It's just like we can't really commit to any thread of like finding a new family yeah. with your hockey team, connecting with this kid. But oh, never mind. Actually, we're going to go rebond with the hockey team that we've already kind of forgot about. It was it was a jumbled mess. We're just reaching for vines and not not finding any to swing on. Mm. Mm. You, know, you know how I can tell the joy is gone from this? It's it's how what I wrote is you can tell this came out after nine eleven because the monkey is playing hockey with adults instead of kids. <laughs> oh yeah. They tried to make the adults fun and that didn't work. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You know who kids relate to is uh, they can Bernquist. relate to a mean Swedish guy, <laughs> Bob Bernquist, <laughs> and a, and a uh, figure skater turned hockey player. Yeah, that's yeah. And also, I did have in my note. I'll just read it how I wrote it here. When I think of a person to nurture the local youth into the local skating scene, my mind immediately goes to Richard Karn. Obviously. <laughs> Nothing sparks joy quite like Richard Karn, the skateboard shop owner. <laughs> A.K.A. Al from Home Improvement, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he doesn't think so, Tim. 
folks, remember? Yeah. How did that guy get cast as the skateboard shop owner? <laughs> like, what the Is he fuck? Canadian? God, he seems Canadian. He seems <laughs> like he'd enjoy, like, a big stack of maple syrup drizzled pancakes with a moose outside his cabin. Just by looking at him. He's he was born in Seattle. This movie is set in Seattle. I have a feeling this is another um who was it? Help. American Psycho 2. Um Shatner. This is a Shatner in American Psycho 2 situation where he just he lives nearby where they're shooting so they paid him a bunch of money for a couple days work. God. You just awakened my mental memories of Shatner being in American Psycho 2. I think I, like, protectively deleted that. Uh, I gotta remind you, it's a Hall of Fame movie for a reason, buddy. Woo! You can't be... Woo! You can't be forgetting about that. Um... Damn, my mind's all over the place with this one. I just... There's so many, like, little details I want to complain about, and also, like, I'm trying to figure out what makes this whole thing so bad... But I think you really nailed it saying we're having the the chimpanzee play hockey with adults now. Yeah. Like, what if we just made it not fun? They just took everything and made it not fun. We took the concept of a chimp playing hockey, like, visually impressively, not fun. We took skateboarding in the early 2000s and made it not fun. Like it's just, it's not exciting. We made your at all. dad own the skateboard shop, kids. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a weird like character. You you think it's going one way, right? Where it's like, oh, that's okay. Like you know, the orphan kid is in the shop. He's like, I can't afford any of this. And Richard Carn's loudly telling the other kid, I'm just gonna throw this board in the dumpster out back. He's kind of, like, leading it on, and, like, you know, he catches the kid in the dumpster, but they don't, like, see each other. He's just like, oh, someone's in there. He's like, ha, the kid, like, he's going to get some skateboarding stuff. I'm going to pretend I don't see him. And then he, like, catches him. He, like, reprimands him. He's not, like, trying to... <laughs> kid, you can just have this stuff. He's kind of being an asshole to him afterwards. It's, it's super weird. It's kind of like a bait-and-switch of, like, <laughs> youth outreach. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And he snitches on him, too. What a sloppy fucking movie of what the fuck am I supposed to be rooting for? I... Uh, I, I wanted the hockey team to win. I think that's all I cared about. <laughs> I wanted... I wanted to get back to the hockey. <laughs> I wanted the orphan to get away with uh, living in an abandoned pool with a chimpanzee. That's what I wanted to happen. I wanted the adults to just leave him alone and let him live his life. I wanted, yeah, I want him to find a new pool or something, keep being an orphan, surviving his own, kicking ass, and having a cool chimp friend to drink Pepsi with. That rocks. He doesn't need parents. He has a chimpanzee who plays two sports. That's better than live parents. Ask God. <laughs> <laughs> Ask any kid. Um... Yeah, it doesn't help with Officer John Taffer chasing after him. <laughs> I know you probably don't know who that is. I don't. He's the host of a show called Bar Rescue, and I'm going to send you a clip, oh. and the cop is exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. I, 
I, I just let the, the officer like says, "Hey, where's that kid going?" The second time they like interact, he like chases after her. He <laughs> chases after the kid when he sees him going into the pool. He runs. He like half. He lightly jogs like twelve feet. Looks around the corner. He's <sighs> out of breath completely after running like fifteen steps. This is not the guy I want keeping the streets of Seattle safe. <laughs> well. He he had a body type very realistic to most actual cops. <laughs> so, just throwing that out there. Oh, man. Yeah. What else? Hit me with another note, man. What do you got? What do you got on this thing? Um, something that was very true to the source material. MVP1. Uh, no explanation to why Jack is good at hockey. He just is. MVP2. No explanation to why he's good at skateboarding. He just is. Some chimpanzees are just savants, Greg. They just have a gift from God for orphan boys. They just are <laughs> made special. This is a chosen one narrative. I agree with that completely. And <clears throat> I don't want to downplay the the difference between being good at hockey versus kids and being dominant at hockey versus adults in a professional league. <laughs> that is a jump. It's still a professional league for adults. It's not. He's not fucking around with kids anymore. And if, if anything, he was taking it easy on those kids. True. Did you did you notice complete sidebar? The rivals' team yeah, name is the Carjackers. I kind of like that. I kind of do too. The Carjackers <laughs> is the name of the evil team. Simeons and the Carjackers. I want to take a look at like a, a bracket or like some standings and just look at all these team names because this the <laughs> ZHL sounds kick ass. Makes me really want to know what the Z stands for. <laughs> Zany, that's what it is. Whoa, <laughs> the Zany Hockey uh. League where every team has a Zany name. Oh, weehoo! Sounds <laughs> weehoo. <laughs> a little too epic for me. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll kind of... I feel like I'm kind of out of notes here. I, I thought I had a lot more to say on this one. But I, I... You referenced it before we hit record. How the hell did... So Jack left, we're all looking for him, and then a chimp walks into the locker room. And we're just like, oh, clearly that's Jack. Let's put a uniform on him and let yeah. him play hockey. And we're just it, like... The thing is, like... It showed that if, like, let's say it was Jack, they wouldn't have asked any questions about where he'd been for, like, three weeks. They would have just been like, oh, the monkey wandered back in. Let's just move on from this whole thing. No one stole the, the monkey with God's gift of hockey. We're just going to say the monkey got lost and not look for what anyone doing any sort of foul play or misdeed. No investigation necessary, brother. Not at all. Don't never mind that this one's like a foot shorter in a different color. Forget about all that. And also can't do the thing we know he's good at. <laughs> How did they feel like that's so weird. This monkey that's so much smaller than Jack and sucks at hockey must be Jack, right? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, why else would he be here? Oh man. I I did like <laughs> Uh, we said they were adults, but they're not very smart. So <laughs> they're very, very stupid. 
Um, I did, I did really like, I don't know if it was intentionally a bit, but it like, it worked for me when Louie's trying to like chase down Jack, he's trying to hitchhike to Seattle. He has a cardboard sign that says Seattle, but like it's misspelled, but his handwriting is like perfect. I don't know. That just made me laugh. Like that a chimp can write out the word Seattle with like excellent handwriting, but still misspell it. It's it's very funny to me. I don't know why. I really liked that. I don't think it was intentional, but it made me laugh. It gives the chimp a weird amount of credit, right? Like or like <laughs> credit in weird areas. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, cows in Chick Fil A commercials. They know English, and they're but but they're gonna write the K's backwards. Still, draw straight lines with a paintbrush in their mouth. Give them some credit. When I was in fourth grade, I thought that was the funniest shit, man. I thought the cows that wanted you to eat chicken. Now that's a funny idea, dude. Don't act like you didn't have the calendar. Oh, I did. My grandma got me the calendar every year for Christmas, Greg. Oh, cool. It's just like before, you see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So my favorite part in the thing is probably when he gets the shockers Mm. and it goes through the guy's chest. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like the blood test scene. Yeah, that's a good part, too. I like I like the part where, you know, Keith David finishes his skateboarding session and is like, what do you think the judges will give me as a score? And Kurt Russell's like, well, I guess we'll just wait here and see what happens. <laughs> Very impactful. Or when uh, the thing actually makes a perfect replica of Jack and returns to the hockey team. Um, and they but can't, can't tell play hockey. It's not really Jack. <laughs> That's how they know. <laughs> they have to they torch him with a flamethrower before he could get anywhere else. Torch the champ. <laughs> you would have done the same thing. Now that would have been a cool movie. Uh, I think I know another difference about why this one was grabbing us a lot less than Airbud, which we did enjoy for those that don't remember a few weeks ago the child actor the lead character sort of lead not a very good one this time around they just found a kid that could skateboard i think i'm pretty sure that was the first priority yes yeah i mean if you can find a chimp that can skateboard you got to make the movie it's got to be easier to find a kid that can skateboard and kind of act but like man the kid in earbud totally fine believable Totally fine as a child actor. Not at all an issue with the movie. This time around... I don't want to, like... Talk about Star Wars, but maybe a little Episode 1 vibes from this kid? Oh, yeah. Very, very apt comparison. Very apt. It's got that same thing where you're like, I know you're trying, bud. You are talented at some stuff, but... Not all of that translates into good movie success, I guess. The chimpanzee's out acting you, kid. And he's out skating you, too. <laughs> he ain't got no future in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
That's why I never got other work. Like, we saw your screen partner was an animal, and he outclassed you. <laughs> just fucking stole the show from you. <laughs> MVP2 ruined his career. Cause he, put it, he put it on his reel, and they were impressed with Jack. Jack kept getting calls. <laughs> It's just like him playing hockey. Like everyone just wants to, t everyone just wants to talk to Jack. They all want his autograph. Hey, are you on the Simians? I think we could talk to Jack. Oh, I thought they liked me. Not quite. That's how it was in Hollywood, baby. That's the way things go. I will say, as much as that kid sucked, Bob Burnquist was a much worse actor. <laughs> he was awful. Hey kids, I was in the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games and I'm reading my lines off of the cue card. Wow, kid, you can skate. It was uh, just one take is all you had time for, for each line, I think. Oh, Bobby B, you were not known for your charisma. Eh, but he wasn't, he wasn't Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That's fine. He's known for his glasses. I always just see him in the glasses. That's, I don't know, that's just me. I don't know. Denny, where are you at? Are you, are you scrambling for another note? What are you looking for? Oh, I was reviewing my favorite lines. Uh, it may be gimmick time. I, I, I was trying to see which one I was going to pick because I wrote down a lot. I wrote down one that Bob Bergquist says. That's what got me on it. Oh, good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that one. Um, I'll, I'll hit my last notes and we can hit some gimmicks if that's cool with you. Sure. One important uh, plot point that we forgot to cover, but first I will say I got mad at it in Airbud. I'm going to get mad at it here. I want to be consistent. We have another slow-mo final seconds buzzer beater mm. shot to end the hockey game in our skateboarding movie, but it was it was annoying in Airbud. Some kid just unguarded staring at the net for like 10 full seconds. And then the same thing here. Just, like, shoot the puck. Should I shoot it? Like, there's one second left. Shoot the damn puck. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's... Get the fuck out of here. I, I hate that. It pulls me out, frustrates me to no end. Just when I was getting a sense of realism in this film. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that's what did it, Greg. That's what pulled like, you out of your immersion in this in this film. You know what? <laughs> that's that's what did you it. You got pretty far, all right. You like, count count it as a victory, man. I will. But an important plot point I don't think we really covered is Richard Karn just being like. Listen, CPS lady, I know we've spoken three times now. You can trust me to adopt this child off the street. And she said, yes, I can. Here's a kid. Yeah. No questions asked. What's your last name? I don't care. That was a very pre-9-11 adoption, you know? <laughs> An adoption <laughs> for a pre-9-11 <laughs> world. Yeah, the script wasn't uh, didn't have the foresight to... <laughs> adjust and adapt jeez louise I, that, that's all I really had for um, our skateboarding I mean hockey movie overall not impressed if you couldn't tell no. not, not a strong uh, first movie back Greg not a strong one 
Uh, we'll we'll make up for it next week, I yeah. think. I hope. Hmm. With our poll winner, but first, Denny, we got to get into some gimmity gimmity gimme the gimmicks. Woo! Let's get back on track, Denny. Our gimmick of the week this week, as it is every week, with this theme. Denny, what is the Harry highlight reel for MVP2? You know, there was a lot of sports footage to choose from, but I've got to go with Jack putting on shades and then flawlessly dropping in. That's good. Yeah. He knew he had it. That that requires a lot of confidence, yeah, you know. He did it a lot of attempts. Did it with style, too. Didn't fall backwards. He just bada boom. Put put his best foot forward really nailed it good good for jack what you got um my hairy highlight reel is my time i was most impressed with an animal doing sports was monkey doing spin he goes spin he saw he learns a little bit of uh figure skating from our guy that i mentioned earlier it's like he's comic relief but there's no jokes so (laughs) i i liked it when he was doing the spin just like knocking guys over he like put a stick out and committed tripping penalties that weren't called but it was really cool i i don't know it f- there was a lot of times where it was like i know there's just like a kid or something when they're sh- shooting him from the back like that's probably just like a kid uh, in those scenes but it it actually kind of flowed together pretty well and i feel like he was actually good enough on the skates to believably be doing most of the stuff he was yeah. doing it was I, I want to praise the chimp that played Jack in this movie because I'll, I'll make a baseball comparison. Denny, do you know who Shohei Otani is? No. He is a Japanese baseball player. He is Jack in this movie. He is one of the best baseball players of all time. He's so hot right now. He's like one of the best pitchers in the entire league while also being the best hitter in the entire league. He's an absolute freak, multi-talented, psycho, pure pure athlete. But he's on a dog shit team, so they're not really going anywhere with the the greatest talent the sport's ever seen. Jack is over here killing it, believably performing two sports on film and he's stuck in this dog shit movie. He is the Shohei Otani of um, Animal Spring Sports. <laughs> beautifully put. Beautifully put, Greg. That's my real-life sports comparison. Denny, what's your favorite line You know, for MVP2, colon, most vertical primate? I've got a lot to choose from here. Um, mm. um, I'm going to go with uh, a few runners-up. Um that monkey is an animal because fucking duh (laughs) (laughs) um hadn't you ought to be in school right now from the bar rescue cop (laughs) (laughs) officer john tapper hadn't you ought to be in school right now (laughs) um hadn't you ought to be on a treadmill right now uh, uh, final runner-up, Bob Burnquist. It's always time to skate, and he made it sound so cool when he said it. Uh, Can you say it a little more boring, Bob? <laughs> but my winner is. I think it would be cool if I looked at my watch while I said that. Don't do that, Bob. No, <laughs> just trust us. 
because my winner is uh, from the evil coach of the carjackers. Um, yes. Are you accusing me? Are you accusing me of setting up a monkey? <laughs> it's like, you know me. I would never frame a monkey. You know I have values. <laughs> I wouldn't frame a fly. <laughs> What's you, talk about somebody giving it their all when it wasn't necessary? <laughs> that guy he put he put a lot of energy into his performance. I'll give him that. I I love him and appreciate him yeah, for it. For sure. I thought he was awesome. For sure, <laughs> surely a real um who who was the guy in um, a scroter in Short Circuit. Hold your fire! <laughs> One of those kinds of performances. Very much so. Very much so. Um, hell yeah. Good choices, man. Um, my runner-up is our Swedish guy who didn't, I think, had a Swedish accent. I don't know, it was really weird. He was eating hot dogs alike a lot of the time. I guess they drew inspiration from Phil Kessel. Dylan Derryberry, that's for you. But the Swedish guy going, they're having the conversation with the main hockey player guy. The main guy says, it's all right, Jack, just a little rusty when Louie's on the ice. You know, he's fucking up. He's not skating very well. He's just a little rusty. And the Swedish guy says, yeah, skate like rusky. <laughs> I, I did like, catch ah. that. I did catch that. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's kind of a good joke. I don't know. It's, it's for the, uh, um, the Cold War crowd, really. <laughs> uh, you know, we'd we've moved if on this, by that point in two thousand one. If I if this movie had been made a, like six months later, he would have been like skates like a terrorist. Yeah, he would have been a, <laughs> a little bit more of a W accent. But um, my favorite line, I will contribute a tribute. Uh, the existence of this line, I have a theory that the ADR department was promised half of the lines in the movie because holy <laughs> shit whenever there's a hockey scene going on it's just people yelling from off screen at all times if there's anything going on at the hockey rink somebody is yelling something from off screen always it's so annoying but one of them got me is when they introduce Jack to the new team the Simeons and one of the players that we don't see him say this, but he says, We're never going to evolve as a team with a monkey. I did catch that line on this watch. Very funny. <laughs> I like that. That character was a young Earth creationist. <laughs> if it was real. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, so that's our lines. I think we're done with MVP2, thankfully. We've been, like, sitting on this one for six weeks, and I'm ready to get off. Yeah. 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 So, Denny, what kind of score would you give to MVP2? Um, I gave it a 20 out of 50. It is a failing grade. Um, I will say grading it in the genre of a kids movie it's not like 
abysmal it's just pretty shitty you know but like if i was like a little kid there's there's enough to enjoy about this slow paced bullshit but um yeah 20 hard hard fail definitely a failing grade but it's not like laughably absurdly bad you know yeah i'm into that um i i just didn't have very much fun with this one as much as i do like appreciate the hockey scenes it was just so unfocused that this was made before cell phones but i feel like it was made to be on while you were scrolling through something (laughs) as mind numbing (laughs) like this is made to be watched while bored to continue being bored. Yeah, this movie made me really interested in Instagram. If you've been scrolling too long and you're getting kind of bored, throw on MVP too. You are going to get so interested in these boring-ass apps. Like, it'll it'll change your life. Yeah, this is the epitome of background noise. But if you look over and you see a chimpanzee riding a skateboard, you'll be like, hmm damn that's cool all right back to um whatever the kids are into these days snappy chats or whatever meow meow beans (laughs) so there's your weekly community reference there it is folks uh so i gave it a 10 out of 40 that is a 25 percent two and a half out of 10 whatever there's a lot of conversions we could do bad Boo. Stinky. No good f- no good flick. Not memorable at all. Uh, the only reason I'm going to be remembering it in the future is because we had to watch it twice. And that upsets I me. I watched it so, twice in a month and a half and I still barely remember it. And one of those times I, was earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was reminding you of a lot you of were. things as we were talking. And it's because I was folding laundry while I watched it, and I was just fucking captivated by the laundry. <laughs> you made a joke last week that, like, it was going to take you a full year to be fully moved in, but there was still going to be a pile of laundry to do. This movie was so boring that you got... <laughs> you went ahead and took care of that laundry. <laughs> Man, guys, if you have anything you've been putting off... This yeah. <laughs> this is a great movie Ooh. to put on. And, and do if that. you're procrastinating on a project or like household chores, put on MV two and MVP two, and suddenly you'll be like, "Wow, how'd this broom get in my hand?" <laughs> you know what? <laughs> God damn! I'm bumping it up a point for that. I'm, I'm giving it a twenty-one. Nice. All right. Because <laughs> it has an unintended side effect of <laughs> making you more productive unintentionally beneficial these are the kind of movies that we can appreciate but not that much but still appreciate huge fan of that i'm so glad you raised it a, a point i won't be doing that but i'm glad you did so then <laughs> i've had enough of this yes indeed I'm, i believe the audience sick has of, too uh speaking of the audience they voted. They did. They chose something else. We do have to wrap up this theme with a little movie that the audience voted for. Denny, you might have coerced it a little bit. What are we watching next We're week? watching Russell Madness, uh, where a Jack Russell Terrier becomes a professional wrestler 
uh, starring notable professional wrestler John Hiddigan, a.k.a. AEW's Johnny TV. Um, I don't know who that is. He's pretty cool. If it doesn't have Orange Cassidy in it, I don't care. Hey, my man, this guy gets it. I only get that. <laughs> I only ever will. But yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> a Jack Russell Terrier who becomes a professional wrestler. Surely this movie is from 2004. No, it is a 2015 release. Yes. We can't wait for you guys to watch it. I think there's a monkey on the cover art too. Is there not? There yeah. is. Yeah, it's a monkey, an actual monkey. Not an ape. We're uh, for the first time. Not a chimp. Yeah. I was stopping myself so you could keep talking. Oh, oh, I'm talking. sorry. No, for the first time, we are covering a monkey movie next week. This is historic for movies for when. Oh, Fred Willard's in it. All right, Fred anyway. Willard? Oh, hell yes. Okay. Damn. <laughs> this is going to be good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mom, I want to watch The Wrestler. We have The Wrestler at home. <laughs> I'm going to make it a point because I think we've been wanting to watch The Wrestler on this podcast. Yes. I might just watch it as a what we've been watching so we don't have to talk about Russell Madness so much <laughs> next week. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've been holding off on it, but I think it might be time to just break glass in case of bullshit. <laughs> I'm just going to reach in there. Let me know if you do, and I'll watch it so I can be current on it. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that You're one. You're going to love it. It's a great movie. I'm not so much looking forward to Wrestle Madness, but hey. Uh, it's what the people voted for. I'm looking forward to having a fun discussion about it, just like we did with MVP 2. This was a blast. Denny, this was a treat. Denny, this was so sweet. We're back to covering movies with some sort of focus, which is a joke because we talked about Ninja Turtles half the time. <laughs> but you know what? It ain't the Haunted Mansion, so good on us. Oh, uh, you did raise MVP to your score to be above uh, the new Haunted Mansion. Good, with that yes. 21. Uh, ooh, they're, they're close, honestly. Like, I would seriously, like... They they have similar problems, okay? Like, sim I I have a similar feeling when I watch them both. You couldn't be on your phone in the theater. I think was true. The I was held and Haunted Mansion is two hours. This is an hour and twenty seven minutes. So MVP two was more merciful than Haunted Mansion. We're gonna say it's one point better. Yes, indeed, we are. I'm good with that. Hell yeah! All right, Denny. The only other thing I would be good with right now is a little bit of a catchphrase for greg work the leg work johnson i'm denny the talent taylor and this has been movies for when we already told you when but you know what we didn't tell you what's my cage again fuck the catchphrase is long <laughs> i'm a policeman see my badge <laughs>